a very good evening to you. Welcome along once again to Sweet and Swing here on Max Radio. My name's Howard Kane. Always a pleasure on a Friday night to have your company for some of the best sounds around. And what are they? Some more reasons to love Paris. Dipping into Noel Coward again with our little mini retrospective. Victor Sylvester and Junior. But to start off... How about a bit of Carl Barrett?
good a way as any to get going. I think that isn't it. Carl Barato in a minor mood. Hope you're not in a minor mood, but, uh, well, a major mood, a positive mood. It's Friday night, the weekend's forthcoming, with the promise of temperatures reaching a dizzying 14 degrees. Break out the sun cream. Well, at least on the Isle of Man. Uh, if you're listening elsewhere, it could be getting up to, oh, I don't know, maybe 20 degrees, I believe, in parts of the world or parts of the British Isles this very weekend. So, you know, summer might be on the way, so you could be in a major mood, a very happy mood. I hope you are, and enjoying Sweet and Swing here on Max Radio to uh, start your happy weekend. That's the way we like to think about it, don't we, in any case. And if you uh, feel the urge, of course, put pen to paper or finger to keyboard or phone and uh, give us some suggestions for happy music you would like on a Friday night here on Sweet and Swing. Howard Kane at manxradio.com, C-A-I-N-E. It's the place to write. That's the fastest way anyway. You can do the old snail mail as well, as we wish. I'll give you the address later on. If I remember, shout if I don't. Carl Barato, of course, born in Trinidad in the West Indies in the earlier, around about the wartime, I think, but 1913, 14, somewhere around there, and started playing in an orphans band. Came over to England just before the war and joined Ken Snakehips Johnson at the Florida Club. Fantastic band leader, really great swing band there as well. Sadly, of course, as uh, you probably know, Ken lost his life in a blitz, a bombing uh, during the war. Um, well, that was the end of that band, of course. And after that, Carl worked for well, a variety of band leaders at Loose Stone, uh, with Ambrose, with Eric Winston, who, of course, does our Slow Train Blues theme tune. Fantastic uh, alto player and lovely playing on the clarinet as well. Also played with uh, Stefan Grappelli, I think, if memory serves cor- correct, and had some great players in his band, like Kenny Baker and Lad Busby and the likes. Made a really good sound and uh, a very nice chap from all accounts, I believe. He certainly looked pictures of him. He looks like he had a, what one mother, my mother would call a kind face. And who am I to disagree with that? Yeah, we've got a bit of um, Victor Sylvester coming up. This is for John. It was a bit of a request. He was saying uh, it'd be nice to have a bit of Victor Sylvester. And what happened to Victor Sylvester Jr.? No longer with us, I'm afraid, John. But yeah, we'll perhaps talk about that a little bit later on. Why not? For now, here's Henry Hall. That beats for you is good and true Oh, Joanna, I should like to shout Hosanna Joanna, Alanna, you'll do
like you for your manner. I like you for your eyes of dreamy blue. Oh, Joanna, don't be a hard boat, Anna, but join me in a little bill and coo. Oh, Joanna, oh, my wife, not a tanner, the heart that beats for you is good and true. Interestingly, on this uh, CD, it's marked as Johanna with an H. I didn't realise it's normally an H in Johanna, but whether it's a, a misprint or that's how it originally was printed, I don't know, to be honest with you. Les Allen taking the vocals with a, a chorus there as well from 1933. Henry Hall and the boys cast your mind back. Mine doesn't go quite that far, it has to be said, but yours might. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, when you start looking at some of the facts and figures, one or two bits and pieces sound vaguely familiar. Economic depression and long-term unemployment. Well, we've certainly got a bit of an economic depression, I think, at the moment. Have we got long-term unemployment? Maybe not too bad, but it was a major problem for the government of the time in 1933. Shipbuilding and steel production and mining being very badly hit and local communities having some very harsh times struggling to survive. That's going to ring a bell uh, with a few sectors of the community maybe not so much on the isle of man but maybe i don't know certainly across britain maybe some other events that took place uh, unemployment went over two million uh, the prime minister ramsay Macdonald, in 1933 met the italian dictator mussolini to discuss disarmament the first lion's corner house opened in london i didn't know that the new map which i think is the current map I stand to be corrected there, if you know better, of the London Underground first appeared in 1933. Uh, Japan decided to withdraw from the League of Nations. This is prior to the Second War, of course. And uh, in India, Gandhi sentenced to a year in prison for anti-British activity. That makes you think, doesn't it? And Dame Janet Baker, the opera singer, was born in 1933 as well. And who won the First Division? Arsenal win the First Division. Everton take the FA Cup back in those years. Don't ask me where they are in the current leagues. I've absolutely no idea, having never managed to follow football at all, it has to be said. Uh, And Henry Hall, yeah, I think he came over to the Isle of Man, if memory serves correct. I'm fairly certain he did. Uh, Played down at the Villa Marina. I think the old maestro might have met him at some stage or other. Uh, We're off to France. Uh, always a nice place to be, although uh, Paris at the moment is uh, perhaps going through a few bad times as well. But we like to think of it in its better times, in sun and glory and 
all the wonderful things about Paris, the wonderful boulevards, the coffee houses, the patisserie, the Eiffel Tower, the South Bank, the art. Uh, Notre Dame, I know it's suffered, but it's all being done up again. Uh, it's going to take a few years, but it's all being done, which is uh, lovely to see. And this is a little collection called 50 Reasons to Love Paris. And this might be one of them.
Parisian thoroughfare, depicted there by Quincy Jones and his orchestra. And, yeah, I rather like him. And you can't go wrong with a bit of Quincy, can you? Find some fine players there as well. Clark Terry uh, taking trumpet and flugelhorn duties on that one. Um, and, well, just yeah, a great lineup from band, really good swinging band, tight as a drum, as they say, recorded in Paris in 1960. Positively modern for Sweet and Swing, but uh, I think it fits in very nicely into the swing side of things in any case. And uh, yes, it does make you think about Paris. A lovely city, I must admit, I hadn't been for a year or two. And yeah, when you see some of the riots and problems they've been having of late, you might not be tempted to go to Paris of late. A colleague of mine here went quite recently and had a very nice time just before some of the recent riots after they tried to put up the retirement age. French are never very happy about that, and they're a little bit more militant sometimes, I think, than uh, some of the Brits. Although, again, you look at <laughs> Britain at the moment with the junior doctor strike, and, well, you name it, nurse strike, junior doctor strike, teacher strike. I know one or two of them are getting solved, but tough old times we seem to be going through at the moment. So keep listening to the music and try to smile. Well, that's the best advice I can give you. Probably about the only advice I can give you, I think, one way or another. But if you can do that, you might be... Well, halfway there, I suppose, mightn't you? What about a little medley then to uh, cheer us on our way one way or another? Elsie Carlyle. And uh, let me see, there's one, two, three songs in this medley. You might recognise them, you might not. See which ones you do. The girl with the gong And I watch your car speed along If you do more than 30 Then Gertie gets shirty And tinkles a song on the gong Oh, beware when you're driving along For the law says that you're in the wrong If I dress as a cop And I call you to stop Oh, I'm Gertie the girl with the gong No, no, 
a thousand times no. I'd rather die than say yes. I am a child of the valley, an innocent maiden, you see. He was a desperate Desmond who owned all the town property. He would pursue me through hills and through dells, but I was just wise to his game. Each time he would threaten, you'll wed me or else. These were the words I'd exclaim. No, no, a thousand times no, you cannot buy my caress. No, no, a thousand times no, I'd rather die than say yes. All together, boys. No, no, a thousand times no, you cannot buy my caress. No, no, a thousand times no, I'd rather die than say yes. <laughs> Elsie Carlyle, of course. The darling, the epitome of the radio sweetheart back in the day and uh, well-deserved title, massively popular in her time. Lancashire lass, of course, like, uh, yes, the other one. You remember her as well, of course. And, yeah, she was hugely popular in her time. A whole generation grown up later on, perhaps knowing nothing about it, but in the hearts of the people of the time, people who remember, I dare say, a few people who listen to this show, the name will be familiar and the magic might linger on one way or another. Very talented, great, uh, very astute, a good businesswoman, a good singer, a great stage presence. I think she had it all uh, from what I understand, a little bit before my time as well, of course, but uh, I've heard her often enough to, you can hear that clearly she knew what she was doing and I think she was very good at playing the audience. One critic called her the epitome of the know-it-all flapper, the coyer English cousin of Americans Ruth Etting, Annette Hanshaw and Helen Kane. She also went under various other names uh, in her persona as a comedian, so she sometimes used the names of uh, Sheila Kay or Amy Brunt or Lally Lack. And then, of course, that one we've just heard, Gertie the girl with the gong cast her as an overzealous policewoman revelling in the name of Constable Caroyle, who would book any motorist who was a fraction over the newly imposed, as it was then, speed limit of 30 miles an hour. Super successful career, but then one which is not unheard of in so many of the dance band singers and uh, leaders, uh, one who sort of jacked it all in in later life, despite all the success she had, whether she just wore out, whether she wanted a change, whether she just had enough, but you think in more recent times of singers like Kate Bush, who are hugely popular, and then maybe for family reasons, because they're just having a, an ordinary family life is impossible. They're in the limelight all the time. It could be as simple as that. Whichever way, whatever the reason was, you might know more than I, but she dropped out of the limelight in later years. She made an appearance with Ambrose on television, I think uh, in the, I don't know, it was the 50s, was it somewhere around there? and then disappeared from view and spent 30 years in almost total privacy. Although she did run, for a time anyway, a pub in Berkshire, the Old Rose Inn in Wokingham, and I believe was always around to help out any budding entertainers who sought her out. And I see a note saying she remained a commercially astute woman right up to her death in 1977 at the age of 80. Can't be bad, as they say, and... Just loving that vocal, the idea of it. I think there was mention about skirts or something there. We won't go there. It was a, <laughs> a song of its time. And as we all know, tastes and values and what's PC and what's not 
changes over the years, doesn't it? I think we're safe with uh, Joe Pass and Ray Brown and André Prévan. We have been enjoying a little selection from this. After Hours is the name of the Telarc CD, and this one's called One for Bunce. Thank you. 
Oh, lovely stuff, eh? Can't go wrong. Joe Pass. All sadly later, now the late Joe everything. Joe Pass on guitar, um, Andre Prevan. The wonderful Andre Prevan. What a super talented guy he was over the years. I wonder if he ever rather peeved that most people that think of him, the first thing they'll think about was the night he did the Morgan Memoir show. I don't know. But he did do quite a bit beyond that as well. And you forget how good a jazz pianist he was, as well as his wonderful classical work and conducting as well. And Ray Brown on the bass. What a fine sound and what a great trio that was. After Hours, uh, an old Telarc CD that I dug out from the Maestro's collection. I should dust it. It's still got dust on the cover, which doesn't sound good, does it? I should get the dust out and clear all this stuff out. I'm waiting to reorganise them all up here at Max Radio Towers. It's finding a window, isn't it, to do it? That's always the tricky one. Great stuff. We'll keep that one in the bag and play another one on that some stage. Uh, now, we heard from uh, regular Sweet Swing listener John Cannell recently. Uh, he often uh, drops me a, a lovely card. Nice one with uh, a bird bath on the front of this one. A lovely spring garden. Reminds me a bit of my uh, what we call bird garden, John, around the back of uh, my place in Kronkavody. Not that you often get to sit out in it, being Kronkavody, of course. <laughs> but we were. We have sat out in it once this year already. And the birds were there. And there is a bird bath there. And uh, it's not quite as pretty as the card you sent me, but, you know, there are some nice flowers out and some lovely bulbs out, so it did rather remind me of that one. And uh, he was uh, thanking uh, thanking me for playing the uh, Joe Peterson, uh, who, of course, wasn't a Joe, but was a, a Joanna somewhat a while back, and uh, said very sorry to hear that they she died at a very young age. Yes, I don't know if you remember the story of that one, the wonderful singer, much forgotten now, who was uh, went under the name of Joe Peterson, but was, of course... A woman, a young woman, uh, playing the role of a young man. And uh, yes, it all ended very sadly after a great deal of fame and then all went horribly wrong. Uh, however, he goes on to say, my next request, if possible, will be something by Victor Sylvester. And whatever happened to Victor Sylvester Jr.? Well, I'm afraid he's no longer with us, but let's start off with a bit of Victor Sylvester. Jealousy. <laughs> Thank you. 
Unlike all the best tangos, it stops mid-air, as they do. Now, what about Victor Sylvester Jr.? As I say, no longer with us. However, we could take ourselves back to the 1980s when he was on that there BBC radio. Let's see. Oh, yes, we can. It takes you back, doesn't it? From Tom Edwards, hello and a very good evening, everyone. Welcome once again to Dance Music, played for your listening pleasure right here at the Radio 2 Ballroom. On stage tonight, here in London town, it's the Victor Sylvester Orchestra with Victor Jr. We begin with Berlin. It's a quick step. I've got my love to keep me warm. Those were the days, weren't they? Those were the days when you could turn on Radio 2 and hear Victor Sylvester Jr. and the band tripping the light fantastic and you could dance away around your living room floor or whatever the case may be, assuming you weren't actually there at the time, of course. 
And, uh, well, to answer your question, uh, John, yeah, whatever happened to Victor Sylvester Jr.? Well, he uh, did indeed die a while back now, and uh, I've, I was quick rummaging around. I was fairly certain he wasn't with us anymore and came across a lovely little piece written by Christopher Sylvester. Um, I confess I don't know whether that's actually one of his sons or not. He's a freelance journalist. He might well be. Uh, he didn't particularly say, but he wrote a piece, a lovely obituary, so I'm assuming in a way that it probably is. Uh, in the Telegraph in October of 1999 to say that uh, Victor Sylvester Jr. had died at the age of 75. Uh, He'd followed in his father's footsteps as a leader of the Victor Sylvester Orchestra for 30 years and goes on to say that Victor Jr. was always anxious to update the band's repertoire but keeping that nostalgic character and essential nature of strict tempo dance music, which was its raison d'etre in many ways. As a frontman, it goes on, he gave a more relaxed approach to his father's sense of great formal elegance, brought a wide-ranging knowledge of popular music, which he'd cultivated since his early youth. While Victor Senior was alive, father and son worked in tandem. Victor Senior, a former exhibition dancer, of course, and dance teacher, was a great showman, his was the face, the voice, and the immaculately attired, always immaculate, of course, Victor, wasn't he? Figure with the erect posture that everyone recognised. And his main concern always that strict tempo, the orchestra's rhythm. And so, yes, they worked together for quite some time. Uh, Victor Jr. also played a crucial role in negotiating contracts with EMI and Pi. And in 1957, he suggested expanding his second unit, known as Strings for Dancing, into the 32-strong Sylvester Strings, which consisted of the original Victor Sylvester Orchestra, supplemented by tenor sax, a doubling clarinet and a string section with 16, 16 violins, four violas and four cellos. And Victor Jr., as the article says, researched the music for a series of albums themed around composers of standards such as Jerome Kern, Richard Rogers, Irving Berlin, Cole Porter, Noel Coward... We're hearing from him in the moment, funnily enough, and Johann Strauss the Younger, and also some party albums accompanied by a chorus of singers. When he wasn't leading the band, he was an avid collector of antiques and stamps, but the big passion in his life outside of music, golf. A big golfer, Victor Jr., a member first of Pinner Hill Golf Club and then Hampstead Golf Club and played in numerous celebrity pro-am tournaments and also a stalwart of the Lord's Taverners, the Stage Golfing Society and the Vaudeville Golfing Society. Married three times, the first two ended in divorce. His third wife, Deirdre, who used to be a windmill girl, predeceased him, dying in 1990. And uh, Victor Jr. was survived by a son and daughter from different marriages after he passed away in 1999. And that, like I said, from a lovely piece written by a Christopher Sylvester, who I am guessing might be one of the sons from the marriage. I am guessing that because I haven't actually double-checked that. So don't shout at the radio, I've got that wrong. But you would have to think so, wouldn't you? Wrote a lovely piece as a freelance journalist for The Telegraph in 1999 when Victor Jr. left to join his father in that ballroom, we like to think, in the sky. Now, we mentioned Noel Coward. We've been having a little retrospective of some of his work. You can't go wrong with Noel, can you? One way or another. A room with a view. I haven't got one much from uh, the Comprod studio where I am today, but I think Noel did. I've had a special request tonight to sing you a song that I wrote many years ago 
that I hope some of you may remember. It's called A Room with a View. A room with a view, a view, and no one to flurry us, no one to hurry us through this dream we find. We'll gaze at the sky and try to guess what it's all about, then we will figure out why the world is round. We'll be as happy and contented as birds upon a tree, high above the mountains and sea. We'll build and we'll And sorrow will never come, or will it ever come to a room with a view? I've been cherishing through the perishing winter nights and days a funny little phrase that means such a lot to me that you've got to be with me, heart and soul. For on you the whole thing leans. Come with me and leave behind the noisy crowds. Sunlight shines for us above the clouds. Please don't turn away or my dream will stay hidden out of sight among a lot of might have a room with a view and you and no one to give advice that sounds a paradise few could fail to choose with fingers entwined we find relief from the preachers who always beseech us to mind our keys and cues we'll watch the whole while we are sitting still, leaning on our own windowsill, we'll build and we'll cool, and maybe a stock will bring this, that, and other thing to fades into the next one, a room with a view. Noel Coward, back in the day, recorded in America uh, about 1960s, I think that was. Uh, 1955, there we go, around about 1955. A room with a view. One of his, yeah, I mean, he, he does quite a few sort of, what would you call them, saucy ones, I suppose, wouldn't you? Uh, certainly lots of suggestive ones, lots of double innuendo, some very, very clever lyrics, as is always the case, and a debonair to the last uh, sort of brush of polish on his shoes. And I think that was his abiding, well, yes, image, I suppose, in many ways. Uh, a retrospective taped live at Las Vegas and New York in 55 and 56, this little collection. Uh, wonderful delivery and 
sort of timeless, has a timeless air, Noel Coward somehow, doesn't he? In the one hand, you think of him very much as, I don't know, 40s, 50s, that air, but there's also a timelessness about him. And a lot of his lyrics, again, were so smart, so cleverly written that they could apply to today's society just as well as the society in which he was living at the time. And I believe the, uh, the wonderfully camp comic Julian Clary, who uh, often crops up on the radio these days and does various shows, lives in Noel Coward's old house, and he's beautifully all the gardens being restored, and I think it looks very much like it did back in Noel Coward's day. I'd love to go there. I don't think it's open to the public, but uh, it looks... I've seen it on TV and I think on Gardener's World and such like. Looks looks absolutely fantastic. And, yeah, top... Hey, I like the fact that you've got Julian Clary living there. I think he was very much when he made the money. He just loved the idea of buying Noel Coward's house and has become, I believe, something of a, a keen gardener. So... I think he pays someone to do it, presumably. He doesn't do it all himself. I think he says he goes out and, you know, does the titivating, gets everyone else, someone else is paid to do the hard work and all the maintenance. However, the main thing is he's kept it. It's still there, and I believe very much like it would have been in Noel's day. It is Sweet and Swing. Howard with you for a few more minutes yet, so if I don't babble too much longer, we can uh, get another track or two on. And... I did mention earlier on, if you want to drop a line any time, we'll always love to hear from you with any thoughts or things you'd like to hear or artists you haven't heard for a long time or things for a little mini-series like our sort of women in jazz, something like that, or a particular year. Drop me a line, easy peasy, via the internet, as they were, if you're on a silver surfer or non-silver surfer, <laughs> if you've got a phone or you're on email, and who isn't? frankly. Even the old Luddites are on email these days. And Lord knows, I'm one of the worst of them. Uh, you can ping me an email, howardkane at manxradio.com, and that's C-A-I-N-E. It's all lowercase. So that's very easy, howardkane at manxradio.com, and uh, I'll take a look at that. Or, if you like to put pen to paper, and why not? It's a dying art, and I think we should try and keep it alive. It's the right sort of place to keep dying arts alive, sweet and swing, isn't it? So why not put pen to paper, or pen to a lovely card, as John does from time to time? Um, very nice to get those as well and it's Howard Sweet and Swing Manx Radio Broadcasting House and that's Douglas in the Isle of Man Douglas in the Isle of Man and it's I-M-1-5-B for Bravo W for Whiskey wouldn't mind one actually at the moment no no I better not have to drive home 5-B-W be lovely to hear from you be lovely to hear a little bit of uh, Tommy Dorsey wouldn't it as luck would have it, he's here.
Take it away, Tommy Dorsey. We'll get it. We'll get it. One of his classics, I think. Uh, screaming away, classic stuff. Uh, that doesn't blow a few cobwebs away. I don't know what would. Tommy Dorsey and the boys and we'll get it. I think it's a sigh Oliver tune, is it? Something along those lines, isn't it? Don't shout at me if I'm wrong. I often am, but I try not to. Yeah, I, truly, I try and get it to stick in the old brain box. And uh, if needs be, well, you can always fall back on some wonderful books and, of course, these days, Mr. Wikipedia. You don't always know if Mr. Wikipedia is right, of course, but if you get stuck, you can usually find the answer some way. Cracking number in any case. I, mean, I haven't had any Dorsey for a while, which reminds me, like I said, of uh, uh, being in a little group called the uh, Big Band Sounds and a group of, I think, like-minded folk uh, online with a little sort of group chat and people who like all sorts of stuff. And I see Artie Shaw and Dorsey quite often crops up and I thought, well... We did do a retrospective a while back on uh, Artie Shaw, uh, but we haven't played any Dorsey for a while, so yeah, perhaps we'll play a bit more Tommy and Jimmy and maybe a little bit more Artie. And anyone, anyone else you'd like to hear, well, you know where to get in contact. Howard Kane at manxradio.com and uh, see what else we can come up. Always willing to play and celebrate the music because you don't hear it that often on the radio these days, do you? Um, I think we're one of the uh, bastions of good taste and great sounds like that, keeping the flag flying, as they say. And there's so much great music out there from the era. And even if it was before your time, it doesn't stop you from enjoying it. I'm learning more all the time. I don't always think for every band leader I think I vaguely know. There's another ten. I don't. That's about it for another week, though, would you believe? Where does the time go? Don't forget the Far Away Club as well, if you're listening via the wonders of the web in somewhere exotic, Botswana, Antarctica, Peru. Let me know, Howard Kane at manxradio.com. You get a special shout and a request as well as if you want one. Why not? If you're closer by, you're welcome to look after yourself. Same time, same place, next week. Cheerio. <laughs>